everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas Podcast. Who else is stoked for that finale? This has been a long time coming for us. Blank Slate is coming to a close in today's episode, but we've still got some content coming for you in the near future. For the time being, we have two new episodes that are going to be coming out bi-weekly. We have another Versus match in our Untold Pixar sequels episode. And after that, we have plans on having guests on the show, as well as continuing Spectrum Files into more adventures down the line. You'll see them when you see them. Or, rather hear them. Anyways, I just want to let y'all get back into the finale, so without further ado, here's Blank Slate Episode 9. Stop complaining. Maybe I would actually hit the play button. I'm not complaining. You just said, "Tell us when you're ready." You know, he said, "We're ready. We're just waiting for you to hit play." He Damn hit it! Play. Not for good, John. <laughs> gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I love doing that, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas Podcast. I'm John Vadegas, and this is the seventh episode of Spectrum. I'm not talking anymore. Oh my god! I'm surprised that I even that you're even still here, David. <laughs> I'm surprised that I haven't been replaced with these two guys, or not you haven't. Damn, you know I, what I mean. I don't. I think that kind of backfired on you, Johnny. Yeah, no, I don't know what's. I don't. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. Uh, so Don, how are we doing? Yeah, today? I'm not doing half bad. Woke up about an hour ago. Okay. Um, for clarification, we record this at the, at like at 8 p.m. So. uh... <laughs> yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I have a really sleep cycle. Does that mean a lot? Oh wait, never mind. I was about to actually just dissect what that word meant. A lot of. I go to sleep at random times, basically. Paul, how are we doing uh, today? I'm doing fine. New mic, so I apologize for any audio issues, like the Eldritch Abomination like earlier. We were just in this chat room thing right before we uh, started recording, and Paul's trying to test out his new mic, and we just hear this spike of... Um, I think a Shoggoth managed to get in the mic. A baby one, because <laughs> I mean, survived yeah, that. Yeah, that's why you need to make sure your adapters are fully connected, because I, I happened to loosen it at that moment, and that's how it got in. You don't want to accidentally adapt to a, like, to a terrifying Luckily, dimension. we all succeeded our sanity checks. Or never had sanity checks to begin with. So I'm going to try to just drop you guys into where we were uh, previously, and then I want to um, a little bit of a like a short, kind of like, uh, I guess you could say break, just for a second, so we can talk about something. So we begin where we left off last time. The three of you who just witnessed the Spectrum, tra- uh, the Spectrum Tower impacted by a space pod. It had opened up to reveal a large mass of Null, which James was quick enough to point out that it was um, the gathered Null from various cities around the world by Spite that was launched into space. Other than that, uh, a creature made of glistening hard light, it's appearance was that of a torso, a head, and a long bone, uh, and two long bony arms with uh, protruding fingers. And I'm not going to just keep calling it that every single time, and uh, I don't want to accidentally tell you what the creature's name is, so uh, for all intents and purposes, just for right now, I'm going to refer to it as the Wisp, until you guys find out what it's called. Uh, first things first, we have a new member of the party, who is controlled by Donovan. So, uh, Don, if you, uh, you introduced Moo to the world in the last episode, and you're currently under control of two characters uh, for this episode. 
want to dip into the character creation corner and tell us a little bit Lou about Moose? was born with flat-out teleportation abilities. His parents kind of gave him a bit of a choice. Basically, be a regular person and attend uh, the herd that they have, or, well, homeschooling and heroic. He kind of owes Gremlin because he has a bit of a body modification addiction. So he's... He's addicted to juicing, jacking up. No, more, more like of... plastic surgery addiction. Like people who have plastic surgery addiction, it's like that, but with body modifications. Like the modif one of the modifications he already has is one that makes it where his bones bend rather than break. Sounds good. This surgery is what gave him his second power, which is power negation. It wouldn't make a lot of sense for how quickly Gremlin is capable of doing what we said he was going to do, uh, which was, uh, if you could just remind me again exactly how we um, said Essentially it. destabilizing the calcium deposits using Null. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the first in the first episode, uh, when we encountered Null, did uh, Gremlin have any problems understanding it at first, or did he already know what it was? Because I believe we said it was common we knowledge. We said it was common knowledge that Null was used in bullets against um, metahumans. So this, this does sound feasible. Effectively, his original secondary power was a low resistance to Null, Moose, but since his bones got kind of infused with Null, that became power negation. So that is what uh, that is what Moose power is. That is power. This other one is teleportation, and I figured go with um, line of sight and somewhere that you know well enough that it's like walking into the next room for you. So it's not like night crawlers, where like if he tries to teleport south or east, it's like very difficult for him to do so. But if he teleports like north or west, that's pretty easy for him to do so. I did not know that about <laughs> night crawlers. Is that really a thing? <laughs> yes, that is an actual thing. Any other little things you wanted to say about Moon? Moon massively owes Gremlin for um, all the body modifications that he has gotten, and is one of those heroes that is perfectly willing to just flat out beat someone down till they can't resist anymore if they start resisting. His teleportation can only work with one hitchhiker along with him. Okay, I'm so glad that you clarified that, because I was going to ask you about that. Any other things about Moon? Because I do want to ask somebody else's um, question. Um, no. Um, hey James, Paul, I keep calling you James, Paul. I, I, I think it's because you picked you picked another, your hero name and also like the name that you like to put up on the chat usually is James. So it's just super easy to like mix up your names. Um, so Paul, tell us, you were, you were actually mentioned us uh, a while back ago in our previous session that you got some new stuff for uh, James. Did you want to talk about that or do you want to just kind of like let that happen when it happens? Yes, in the costume? Because I didn't, I didn't manage to do my homework for that, by the way, because... No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, not. Uh, I wrote it down just in case you didn't. Uh, but no, I was asking you. So you said you uh, unlocked some potential and stuff, and you wanted to talk about oh, that. Oh, right. So I happened to gain like an extra like three potential because I didn't realize how drives worked. Uh, so I only got one extra ability, but I have unlocked my moment of truth, which gives you complete narrative control as long as you follow a script. That's in a certain situation. You can activate right? it at any time, but you have to follow the script. And after you use it, you uh, permanently lock a label, so that one can't change. I hope you uh, max up one of your stats before you do that. Savior's <laughs> uh, been maxed since the beginning. I mean, but if somebody messes with your stats, then they can drag. Oh yeah, that'd be unfortunate. Especially with how much you use Savior. Did you want to add anything else about what uh, James has added on? Or... Uh, no, I haven't unlocked any other uh, effects. 
the tower stands before you under assault by the null mass. Surrounded, uh, surrounding you are a crowd of scared and startled civilians. Allison, you have just used your new suit that Dr. Thorne had given you recently. It wraps around you and changes your uh, outward appearance into that of your alter ego, Shadow. A pitch black outfit that allows you to blend in the darkness better and has a uh, fantastic blur ability that allows you to appear just out of focus even during daylight, effecti effectively giving you the same benefit of walking in the shadows uh, during the day. Uh, James, you are currently under the guise of Ankeli, uh, with a brand new suit that was jerry-rigged uh, last second from scraps of previous heroes' costumes. I wrote that down so I wouldn't accidentally say previous heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Your new outfit is amazing, even though it was made uh, from what are effectively scraps? They're pretty badass scraps. I mean, scraps. yeah, they're professional heroes. So you can kind of assume that they just kind of got tired of the look. They didn't really have just like completely damaged stuff. Obviously, you're not wearing a bunch of damage yeah, armor. I'm hoping I don't end up looking like Combo Man. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's not Combo Man. Okay, so first off, you have Spider-Man's gloves. Uh <laughs> no! <laughs> No, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, no, your your uh, your costume is a very sleek and practical design. The suit is made of a durable and hard fabric that allows you to uh, that gives you mobility, but also bulletproof in non-joint, non-stomach parts of your body to counter any acrobatic concerns you might have. Um, it has a few protrusions that give the appearance of a sturdy metal to resemble Roman armor, but it's still made of fabric. So, uh, kind of think of like uh, White Power Rangers uh, shoulder things. Not the design, but I mean like practically they're still fiber, they're still fabric. But, like, they look yeah. like armor. Um, so, foam holders. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's still pretty strong stuff. It also, the protrusions uh, make it look uh, like Roman armor. It's also made of fabric. I already said that. Uh, you also possess a sleek helmet with pointed plates on either side that covers the side of your face. I don't think James knows this or not, but you can totally uh, rig that to uh, be a communicator of some sort. Uh, Moo, you have also entered this scene, and you have just been simply informed to assist the team as per your favor to Dr. Thorne. The wisp comes down the building slowly. What do you I guys do? I want to go straight to the police and I'm going to tell them, listen, we've dealt with this stuff before. We're going to go and help them call anyone else who's available. And get all the civilians out of here. I said that was implied. That's their job, right? Don't tell us how to do our jobs. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've got this. We've got this. Uh, as they say, as they look up and around and they are just kind panicked. Of motions towards the civilians who are standing scared. Uh, they, they start yelling out, and it's like, we need to get you guys out of here, please move out of the way, and there's a bunch of people who are just not paying attention, and they're still looking up, taking pictures Okay, I'm going to go to basically distract, uh, the civilians, which, thanks to one of the moves I chose, which is, are you watching closely, I get to use superior for whatever role it is. Oh, I did forget to ask you, what, what are you, by the way? What place oh, are you? Oh, okay. Well, that figures. <laughs> so this is basically going to be a provoke someone, provoking them to get the hell out of here. I'm guessing most of them are looking up at the tower, so essentially teleporting in front of where they're focused and yelling at them. So, that's a 13. Uh, so that's a complete success. Um, what are the stipulations on that? I don't have your playbook. When I must lead, distract, or trick someone, roll plus superior. On a hit, they're fooled, at least for a moment. On a ten or higher, choose three. On a seven to nine, choose two. So you're choosing no, two, right? No, three, because it's a ten or higher. Oh, I'm going right. to choose get an opportunity, expose a weakness or flaw, and avoid further entanglements. Further entanglement, uh, so I'm assuming that means, because you're, you're specifically targeted the civilians. Basically, the civilians will be getting out of our way. That way we don't have to entangle with them while fighting. 
Oh, okay, fair enough. I see what you're doing here. You're trying to just get them out of harm's way, and that's what they do. So, can you paint me a picture on that? Because, like, please tell me how a man teleporting into the sky, a just a human being teleporting, is more captivating than a tower that just well, got hit. first off, his outfit is actually... His costume is basically his civilian clothes and a Halloween mask. Random Halloween mask that leaves his mouth exposed. I'm so more interested in that tower. Not to mention, he's got a bit of a Brooklyn accent and is in Texas. That would kind of call attention. I'll give it to you just because you rolled high. <laughs> I can't argue against that, so... <laughs> uh, I can't believe that worked somehow, but sure. <laughs> hey, he's learned civilian getting civilians getting hurt drastically reduces the pay of heroes. The uh, civilians get out of harm's way just for the time being, and you guys notice the wisp is getting ever so closer to the ground as it scans around the area. Either you two know what the fuck this thing is? The wisp? No. This thing that went inside? Yes. It, it's coming outside. It's not going inside the building. No, it's going. It's a. It's outside the building for and some it's reason. Coming down towards everyone. But it was able to bust open the building, right? Yeah, no, it was part of the ship, and you notice that when it hit the when the ship hit the building, the uh, tower kind of exploded. Some electricity cackled, and you saw this creature pop out from is the tower. Is it close enough for Moo to throw a rock at it? I'm gonna say it is. <laughs> Moo's gonna throw a rock at it. Would that be a directly engage? Yes. Eight. Oh, I only get good. to choose one from the list. Mm-hmm, Create an opportunity for my allies. Okay, it's looking at you, and it's not focusing at all on the now, other two. did the rock seem to do anything to it? Or did it just, like, pass through? Oh, no, no, it didn't pass through it. It, uh, it hit the creature and fell to the ground. It's, uh, it's looking at you! Uh, yeah, I don't know, guys, I don't think I can do anything to this. I think we should get a... Well, it didn't hit you back immediately. I still think we should get away from that thing. Yeah, but we gotta rescue the people inside the tower, don't we? Well, yeah, it's outside. We can go inside. That's away from it. Yeah, by the way, Moo's basically just going to be, um, for the moment, teleporting around, throwing random shit at this thing. So should I roll to to get in there? Um, yeah, and then you guys, are you, you guys doing a thing? Yes, I, then I would like to use my psychic ability to give him the extra push to make it in there. Alright, so I assume this is an Unleash My Powers roll, right? Alright, yeah. I have a minus two to Freak, so I'm up to a minus one. Let's see if Kathleen... Eleven. Yeah. Oh, nice. Congratulations, you are jumping up, like, ten stories. Well, my superpower isn't jumping, it's actually just balance, so... Yeah, no, that's Have you what seen I was those building like, climbers? Yeah. <laughs> it's like going bouldering on a urban building. Well, in Alice's defense, he, she doesn't understand what your power is because you never talked about it, I think. I don't think James knows his power yeah, yet. Yeah, that, that's part of the character. So I guess with the help of Allison, she pushes you up and then you do the rest. And I, I scale the building to get up to the hole in the wall. And I just yell out, hey, me and Moo here. We'll take care of this thing. Go see if you can find any more heroes to help out out here. Uh, I guess I'm gonna look in there. Should I use straight up creeping when I look in there? Or should, should I get, like, a general view of what I'm seeing in here? Okay, yeah, before you do any straight up creeping, you see a general view. Um, you're at the very top of the tower, obviously. So you're looking inside of the top floor, which is, uh, like an observation deck of sorts. There is no null in sight. You kind of muster that the null is tunneling itself down so it's done with this floor essentially as one large mass it is it's moving down so you can kind of assume that in this area that you are looking at floor itself has been damaged pretty badly uh you see a few um you see a few what you would what i would say are just bodies there are people that that have 
been spiked to death. Uh, a few different heroes uh, you might notice. Uh, you see a hero that was known as Druid. He's an older bearded hero who's known for his ability to manipulate the aura of the forest. Uh, he's been killed, uh, some guy named Sunstrike. You kind of know him as being a uh, martial artist. Uh, his physical attacks weren't capable of targeting any pressure points in Null, so just dead. Uh, another one, Card Spout, a trickster hero who performs illusions and uh, tricks. One of Allison's rivals in the magic performance scene, impaled through the chest with uh, just cards popping out of his body. Um, at the bottom, you can kind of see on the next floor over, you do see two heroes, uh, Shriek and Current. They are just caught under some rubble, but you kind of muster that they're not dead. I need to roll straight up creeping to figure out what happened here recently. I think instead we should go in there and try and uh, clear the rubble under that or that are on top. Save Shriek and Current. Those are the words. <laughs> there is no role for doing that as far as I can tell. So either hmm. I am capable of doing it, or I'm not, I guess. Do you want to just do a straight, what would it, uh, just a straight superior roll? And just say, uh, we did it is or not? Is that what superior is? Is it, su I don't know. It seems super heroic, that's why I'm well, asking. If, I, if I'm saving people, shouldn't savior be the role? Oh, my bad, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Can it be the stat that I have a plus two? Uh, so should I roll this savior? Yeah, just roll straight savior. I know that this isn't how this game works. Make it but... a modify. So that's four plus three for a seven. seven. I like the idea uh, of you using mm. your superior role to do it. Because while you're doing it, you'll be like, yeah, I can do this better than you can. Look at this. <laughs> Heroes couldn't yeah. even save themselves. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that you can, uh, you, can, you can help one of them, or you can... It's one of those things of you save one of them, and the other one dies. <laughs> You hardly even know them, it's, it's fine. Um, well, can I save one of them and then that one save the other? I mean, yeah, there's no, there's nothing saying you couldn't do that. Yeah, so you have the choice between Shriek, uh, Shriek and I, Current. Whichever one was closer at the time, I guess. Alright, you push the rubble aside somehow uh, with your... Uh, it, let's say it wasn't a lot of rubble. You picked the one that didn't have as much stuff It was on more being careful not to like dislodge the rocks and kill them. Uh, you notice that uh, Shriek actually has uh, has been impaled in their uh, in her leg, upper calf, just just straight in there, and their um, throat has been slashed. Uh, they're not uh, dying out of uh, bleeding, but it does look like uh, it was a calculated attack, but also kind of strange that they were still um, alive. I probably can't. Yeah, can you talk? <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I guess I'm gonna ask if they can move, and if so, if they can help me save uh, the other person. <clears throat> kind of like a, a very sh I'll try kind of I guess shrug. we'll try to save the other person. Save people as we go along, and then uh, we can't even send them out. They, they're the thing that's uh, basically attacking you guys is all the way is going all the way down, uh, and you guys are trapped inside. But uh, you uh, you get the rubble off of uh, current, and uh, current can speak. They're not they haven't been they, their throat hasn't been slashed. Uh, and she looks up at you and she just goes, she's out of breath because obviously she had rubble on her uh, on her chest. Just going, <sighs> thank you, thank you. Uh. I didn't think we were to be able to survive that. Do you know what it wants, or why, why it left you guys and not the others? It, she she catches her breath and she go, and she's just trying to just come to grips for a moment and she goes, I have a feeling that maybe it's just trying to get down and just do as much damage as possible. I don't. I, maybe we just got lucky. And she looks at Shriek and she looks back at you and she goes, I 
think it didn't want to touch me either. Like it, it just I noticed it touched everyone else, and when it did, it they they did, they lost their powers almost like it just made of entirely out of null or it something. It is. Oh, like alive? Yes, it's living null. And she looks at Shriek and she goes, "That's you. That's not." Is really? And she looks at you, and she's like, really? uh, John, can you give me a quick recap on which heroes were killed? Uh, yeah, I said uh, a uh, character named Druid, um, Cart Spout, and Sunstrike. Those are the ones you knew off the top Those of Those are head. all magic-type heroes, aren't they? Yeah, they're all magic-type okay. heroes. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any communicators or anything, but uh, you guys aren't, like, you guys don't do magic, do you? Mm, no, don't think so. I mean, if we did, we did would know. Did you have any sort of communicator on you? Uh, Current looks uh, looks at you and she goes, Oh, not on me, but if you've got something, maybe I can help you out. I know you probably, James probably doesn't. No, know. I wouldn't know. No. And she looks at you and she goes, That looks like one of our old, uh, like like uh, like an old uh, model of one of our uh, communicators you might have got there. And she puts her hand up to your uh, to the side of your face and you can see from the side of no uh you can see from this isn't that kind of podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> you can see from the side of your head uh something glowing and you can tell that she's uh messing around with your uh with your communicator and she looks at you and she goes i don't know who you want to talk to but please make a smart choice uh, as many people as possible we need to get a warning out uh, preferably people in the building uh, you're communicating with people inside right, the building? And I, I'm going to make an announcement saying that, or asking all magic users, do not engage uh, with the threat. Mm, if only Allison could hear you. And then you or hear Moo. Back. Or Moo. Is Moo no, magic? No, but Moo would probably have some sort of communicator and realize that a lot of people are hurt and he knows a doctor. I presume there aren't speakers outside the building to relay the message out, though. The message is being uh, uh, because we uh, because uh, current did tell you that the that the uh, helmet that you did have was an old uh, spectrum uh, piece of equipment, so you would be able, maybe she could rig it to communicate with other uh, members of spectrum. Uh, Moo, I don't I don't think it's going to be able to communicate to you, but it um, does go down all the way, and you you do hear a message back with. Oh howdy! If you could help us out, partner, that'd be real great because we don't know what's going on right down here. The enemy is sentient, null, and it really. Really doesn't like magic. I'm not sure what we can do, but I'd recommend getting out of the way, whether you do magic or not. But definitely don't get near it if you do. Moo, the uh, the wisp is looking at you, and it it uh, kind of buzzes at you. It's a uh, its form kind of uh, fizzles a little bit, and it looks at you, and uh, looks down at the rock, and it's starting to hover over to you. I teleport to a different direction, like, anytime it gets close. Oh, not this. Just kind of, can you figure out how- It does have appendages, right? It has two appendages, two I, arms. I, I yell at Moo, just like, just keep distracting him. And uh, I want to unleash my power and shackle the, the, uh, what, the whatever it is, a null creature thing. It's, uh, it's, it's hard light. It's hard light. Like a hologram. Kind of like what was holding the bulk of null in that tub. Yeah, that's what the creature is? 
Hmm? It's made of that same material, or non-material. I don't know how to say okay. words. Well, I'm going to try to see if I can shackle it with my magic. I got a 10 on uh, Unleash My Power, which I just want to see if I can shackle the uh, the being, whatever it is. One in each arm and try to shackle it down to prevent it from moving. Uh, I'll say I'll shackle them to the building. You prevent it from using its arms as you shackle it, um, because you got a 10, you get, you get to do that no matter what. And you've got its attention, and it looks at both of you, and it goes... I, uh, don't think I have time for this right now. You guys are really annoying me, you know that? Hey, you're the one that was trying to destroy everything around here. And what are you exactly? Because I haven't seen you before. I'm Moo. I'm oh, Moo. <laughs> uh, and you, the, uh, the witch. I take offense to that. I have no witch. Seems pretty witchy to me. Do you mind, uh, letting me go from here? Because I, uh, I, I really need to get going. Going where? Like, I have to answer everything to you. I don't know if you want me to roll again, but I want to shackle his... If he has, like, a neck, shackle it down to, like, the floor. But with a shorter chain, so that it, like, pulls his head down. I'm I'm doing a pierce the mask. Do you need me to roll for that? Uh, yeah, uh, t- uh, order of operations. Go ahead for yourself. A little bit smaller. Eight, seven through nine. I either mark a condition or the GM will tell me how the effect is unstable or or, or temporary. I, I want to. I, I again, I just want to hold it down. I, I don't know if, uh, whether the chain lasts as long as the other two. I don't know. That's not really important for me. I just want to show it like a bit of disrespect. Um. You don't want to take a condition, is what you're saying. You want to, if you want to temporarily try to scare it uh, by putting its head to the ground, that's fine. But remember, it's going to be temporarily. It's going to be for well, a moment. Uh, as long as his arm things are shackled, I'm okay. I'm going to say that as you try to shackle his head down, um, you notice that the head can't go any further than a normal head should be able to go. And then the uh, your magic dissipates from it. And it looks at you. Okay, now. <laughs> uh, I, I see what you're trying to do there, but uh, I'm pretty uh, stable here. Now, Moo's going to try to pierce the mask. The first pierce the mask roll we've had this entire game. And you're doing it on a non-human. I'm sure it doesn't even have a mask. All oh, right, so that's an eight. So I only get to ask one thing. What do you really intend to do, dude? It looks at you and you're it goes, "You tiny little vermin don't really understand what I'm trying to do, but uh, I feel like maybe if I tell you, you might change your minds." And it uh, looks at Allison and it looks at you, you again. and her, and all the people in this building. You are all going to kill everything, everyone, and it's my duty. Mine alone to call all of you, not the race, not the human race. You are a fine little flock. But the mutants and the magic, that that's unnatural and that can't be. And I, I sincerely hope that you do not stop me because if you do, long, long term, you're all going to die because of you. Right, where are you getting this information? What do you mean, where am I getting this information? How can you just say we're all going to die because of us? I can say, no, we're all going to live because of us. What makes your way of thinking the right way? Because I've seen I've seen things before. Things that you weren't around for. The time that the Atlanteans almost destroyed all of you. But if it wasn't for me, you all wouldn't be here right now. Or the time the dinosaurs almost killed everything, destroyed everyone, got rid of them. The world seemed to be a lot better after that. You said that these abilities are all unnatural. They are unnatural. So what are you saying they came from? Well, isn't it obvious? They're not, they're not yours. They were given to you, but you guys don't know how to handle it. We can't let you keep doing this every time. My superiors, they don't let me just straight up murder all of you, which would be great, because then there would be a 0% chance of you ever reproducing. Unfortunately, I can only do the culling every once in a while. 
Do you see the future? I personally cannot see into the future, no. Do you have anything on you that can show you the future? Why would I have that? I'm not some sort of magician. It just boggles my mind how you know how our future is going to turn out without letting it take its path. You don't know how things are going to turn out. And you just said you want to kill people like me. Why Why do you think I, I or anyone like me would, wouldn't try to stop you? Because people like you have, stopped, have tried to stop me before. You know, I got a different interesting question. So, you came here to kill us so that we don't kill us. I came here to kill you so you don't kill them. And it looks at the civilians. I distracted them so they wouldn't get hurt by you. Oh no, you see, we are very meticulous. We make sure not to harm the the mundane ones. I want to manifest a, uh, a a stick. I don't know what they're called. They're the ones that Donatello has. A uh, bow staff. There it goes. Uh, at this time, I'm slowly walking up to the to the being, whatever. And I want to smack it in the center of his torso. And I say, you say killing. I'm going to kill people. I don't kill. And I smack it again. And I say, you don't define my future. I'm going to fight to live. I'm going to fight to keep everyone alive. So, like I, like I asked you, you don't have a way of seeing into the future. Your guesses, your guesses are as good as anybody else's of how the future would turn out. You know, you don't defy what us human become, or what we, or what the future has for us. Yo, hey chick, I'm gonna go get the other. I'm gonna go get the uh, older guy. Okay, order of operations. Allison's gonna do her thing first, then you Three do your thing. smacks. <laughs> you can okay, Donatello smack onto the torso. two torsos and then one in the head, or whatever <laughs> its head is. Oh my goodness, you are so annoying. Well. Can't say I didn't warn you. I'm gonna go get the old guy, and uh, he's better at talking than I am. Bam. Uh, oh no, we got sued by Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> this is the mail. The mail. Uh, it's actually just the acronym. Every time he teleports, you just hear in there, Badass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, uh, Moo, you've teleported to uh, Gremlin's lab. And then grab Gremlin, and then drop him off at at Spectrum Tower, and then do you teleport back, or what's up? get to the tower, Gremlin's just, okay, you probably brought me here because of something important. Keep an eye on Nelly. What's Nelly? The one that's watching YouTube. I... Moo teleports in the, the, in, into Alan Thorne's lab, and meanwhile, Nelly is clapping, her, or clapping their hands and watching YouTube. <laughs> you know what? He, he's just gonna watch YouTube with her. <laughs> Giant metal flubber. <laughs> Uh, Gremlin, you pop up into uh, into this situation. Okay, What's up? the tower has a hole in it, and there is a red light projection being held to the wall. Alice? Uh, uh, Shadow? You probably see Alice constantly smacking it. Shadow, why are you smacking the? Why are you smacking light? Because I can, and it's starting to annoy the heck out of me. You light thing. What? What's your issue? Oh no! Please tell me. Uh, he relays the same information to you. Actually, the exact same speech ad verbatim. <laughs> While Allison is slapping him. <laughs> He's practiced this a couple times. He's looking down at you, Gremlin. Now what on earth are you? Oh, uh, there was a bit of an accident. And he looks at... Um, this is what I'm talking about. Do you see this? Hey, it was my fault for messing with alien technology. Uh, Gremlin, you, uh, you instantly recognize this thing, uh, by the way. It, it is the same thing that you've been seeing in the computer. The same kind huh. of thing. Obviously not the same one, because it does sound Are you different. an AI? Am I a, a, Yes. I mean... It, looking I don't know why like, I said that. Actually pull out a small SD card. This right here has information proving that most of- that most medic powers tend to be genetic in basis. Just kind of set it in one of the thing's hands. I'm not gonna take this from you. 
and it drops. Do you think I was born yesterday? I'm not going to put information into my body that was given to me by someone else. You must take me for some sort of fool. Uh, oh, Gremlin, you can hear something, by the way, because you're pretty close right. to Spectrum. You hear a very, very faint sound. Very faint, but you can you can still discern it. And you hear it yeah, going... Baby. Oh god, that sounded like Goofy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> help! Help! It still sounds like Goofy. I'm doing this help wrong. Help me, Maxi. <laughs> help me, Maxi. Help me, partner. Help somebody help me. Okay, how are you hurting Percival? Excuse me, what? The AI inside of the building. It's looking at you. I see you can see that too. Um, Gremlin's actually going to do a command that was included in the virus of spread the virus to the nearest AI. Um, I could do um, unleash my powers for it, since it is communing with a piece of technology. But I'll warn you, my freak is pretty high. <laughs> and that's a not 12 plus 3. Parsable execute task colon dash 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 53 gremlin. You're letting off a storm of um, walls It's viruses? essentially a virus designed to um, subjugate AIs. This is a tough one. Hold on. Okay, because I know you're going to do it no matter what, because you rolled will save, I think. No, I don't. I can't. I can't. But the thing that. is, it's right, Percival's right. will versus this thing's will. The will of the. He <laughs> 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 accidentally made a pun! <laughs> wait, wait, were you, were you, were you baiting me with that? Oh, God damn it! So we got the the episode name. <laughs> uh, do you name the episodes? <laughs> I think he's gonna start doing it just because of this. Oh, I hate all of you guys right now. We're not the one he that made the pun. pun That's... He incepted the pun into my brain, that though. That sounds like the title of a Pokemon episode. Percival did say a few times, "Help me, help me! I'm in like basically, I'm in danger." And now I have to come up with a reason of why it can do this fantastic thing, even though it was just asking they, for help three seconds ago. It's a ago. locked away program that Percival didn't know about. You guys can't see this, but uh, we zoom into cyberspace, and uh, Percival, in in their uh, cybernetic cowboy body thing, stops being chased around by uh, the wisp that was following it inside the programming, and it looks at it, and it starts to expand, a la uh, Gremlin, and it just consumes it, and it starts spiking into it, and starts hijacking it, and outside, we see uh, the wisp itself, start to spaz out of control. It momentarily stops. And it looks at you guys. I don't know what this is that you're doing to me. And I know I shouldn't have taken whatever. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't know what's... And it, it starts glitching. And it's tr it, you can see its form reconfiguring. And you can kind of tell that whatever it's going through, it's not familiar with. And uh, if you could remind me again what the First off, is. it does implant a series of hidden files that Gremlin or the person installing it can activate at any time. Basically makes it to where that entity can no longer attack anyone deemed allied by the um, infect or anyone that that person de has deemed as a ally in their personal files. This, this is starting to remind me a lot of the champion's fight, but yes, as you do that, it starts to fizzle around and it uh, looks at you. It, its arms start to spike out and turn into different various forms of shields and swords, javelins. Uh, in different uh, weapons of sorts as it tries to attack you, but it just, out of arm's reach, just goes... Yeah. What are you doing? 
And oh, by the way, it's been unshackled from um, Allison's uh, shackles. It, it's just insane. You should really be careful what websites you go to. <laughs> He's been on I fucking naughty, naughty so websites. I mean, you never know what you <laughs> if what you handle will have a virus. And then the FBI comes in and tr- and takes it away. Um... <laughs> Shadow, where's the other kid? James, I threw him inside the building. I sent him in there to see if there's any heroes in there that can help us out back out here. Right, we should probably. Is there anything else in the building that we should be worried about? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, James was supposed to come out here as soon as he found some heroes. I'm kind of getting a bit worried he hasn't he hasn't made it back out. I'm going to pick you up and we're going to go in there. Is, it, is this thing under control? It won't attack anyone we deem an ally. Wait, but is this thing? Or, well, anyone that Parzival deems an ally. Specific. You, me, and James are automatically on that list. I, I guess we can go back up there. I mean, or go up there. And I guess I like psychic construct some ladder, a staircase, and we just run up there. I like high speed slug myself up there. As you guys go up there, you see the wisp behind you looking up at you while you move up there. Yeah, hey, uh, little slug man. Thanks for telling me how this works. And then it disappears. You guys are going to be in the same. You guys are going to go down uh, to the next next floor. Uh, James, from while this was all going on down, uh, can we say that you probably went down another floor and, or talking to some uh, people? Probably, yeah. Gremlins kind of annoyed that there are so many casualties. By the way, oh, of course, anybody would be uh, annoyed. annoyed? Not yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second here. Have? Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yes, please remind me what condition you still have. Yeah, Gremlin tends to be kind of stoic. Granted, Insecure is a pretty stoic emotion. Which Insecure is also why he had Percival deal with that thing rather than deal with it himself. While we walk into this building, the first thing that Grim says is, Ugh, why are there so many dead people in here, man? No, I, I feel like if he's Insecure, he would have been like, I could have saved them! So Gremlin doesn't talk like that, I think. He really doesn't. Then again, he's accepted that he's not a normal person. Sometimes he's not too sure he's a person. You're in the same room as the um, as uh, James, uh, Shriek, and, and We're Kurt. probably just helping uh, Shriek along as we look for more survivors. Um, would activating that part of the virus count as foolhardy action without talking to my team? Because I had no idea as to whether or not that would work or make it stronger. Yeah, definitely. You did not Insecure know that. Insecure was just cleared. It clears at the end of the scene, right? Uh, yeah, it will be at the end of the scene. Uh, scene's not over yet. You are actually talking right now to some other heroes that have just been, uh, damaged by the, uh, null itself as it spikes through a random part of its body in different, in various different, uh, parts, and you just see Gremlin and Allison coming Uh, and I assume that all the survivors are once again not magic users? Uh, yes, you can kind of intuit that that's what they're, what they're Just making sure I have the right read on the situation. You have the right read on the situation. So I see them coming out and be like, Shadow, you need to, like, get out of here. It's killing magic users. Oh, wait, didn't you say that you weren't a magic user? No, that's what I told Aaron for a specific reason. So have you told me differently before, or...? You and Grim Mobile know that I am a magic user. I've never used my magic in front of Aaron, 
So, well, as Shadow, I've never used my magic in front of Aaron, so that's why I just said something weird, but uh, I'm pretty sure when I said that at that time, you were, uh, James was a bit confused. It's like, wait, she has magic? I've seen her use magic before, but maybe you just didn't say anything for some reason, but yeah, I, I would think you and, and especially Grim will know that I am magic. Well, then we don't need to retcon the last two things I said. Gremlin's just silently... Uh, tending to the various injured and slowly shrinking. Oh yeah, that's right. You use a part of your biomass when so, you do that. About how many heroes died? From when you can kind of understand, you've seen uh, maybe because you've only seen two floors of uh, people. We're gonna say that the null probably killed somewhere around twenty people. Just uh, just twenty. There there weren't a lot of people in the top that's two floors. Still a lot of people, hero wise. Yeah, percentage-wise, there's not a lot of uh, heroes compared to the people. the Doctor that wanted to experiment on Grim, on Gremlin dead so much, love that one, as would Gremlin? Uh, you don't can, can they infer that the Null is still in the building? You can infer that the Null is still in the building. I he turned to James, he's like, I just can't leave, there's other people here whose lives are at risk. If if you want to stay here and help them, you're free to do so. You like risk your life for this, but I'm gonna head down. I'm gonna look for this thing. I'm gonna go with you. I think I'm in less danger than you are. On finishing up with the last injury, I'm coming too. Turner Graham is like, are you okay to go in your state? You look like you've, like, you've shrunk quite a bit. You lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> Current, just looking at you. Uh, Ankily. Because uh, we're assuming that you probably trade names by this point. Really? This hey, time? Hey, if we can't joke in the face of death... Shoot, I didn't have a follow-up to that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me go to wiki quotes. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of turned to one of the nearby computers. Percival, you in there? Uh, Percival is in, currently in sight space and still has this weird, creepy-looking form that's very gremlin-like, and then uh, reverts back to their original What's that, Carter? Oh, it's you again! How you been? I've been doing really good. Uh, got rebooted. That was pretty nice. Uh, got attacked by an alien AI. That was really weird. Hey, John, quick question. Does this machine have a uh, option to change his voice? <laughs> you weren't in the recording, but yes. Okay. <laughs> It had very non-cowboy capabilities, uh, but for some reason it got stuck on cowboy. <laughs> Alright, Percival, I need one of your mobile battle systems. My what now? Mobile tower defense system. I might be, a ver uh, I might be an all-seeing AI, but I forgot to, tur to turn the building off. Wait, do we really want to turn off the security things? The null thing can escape. I just need one of the mobile battle systems. Oh, I thought it was turning off the security systems and everything. I mean, that would let people out. Well, there's already is kind of an opening. M most people can't get down from that high. Alright, do any of you have any sort of electrical or sonic-based powers? Looking over the patients. Obviously, Shrieking Current raised their hands. <laughs> According to information I have come across, Null has very specific frequencies of electricity and sound that destabilize its material. Interesting. Oh, wait, so Sonic disturbs it? Oh, can we yes. wear it as a suit? I just want to know if I can wear it as a suit. You're thinking if it's Venom mm -hmm. or not? See, David, whenever I was writing an entity that could, that could nullify powers and abilities, it was super hard to pick stuff that was obvious. So I picked two things that didn't seem to me like were out of the, uh, out there, and then you reminded me that, that Venom does the They're same thing. They're also both aliens. They both have hard times with Sonics and Fires. Uh, I didn't say Fires. Well, you said if he oh. put him in a really, really... Yeah, that requires, like internal temperature of the sun type temperatures. Yeah, I mean like anything can die there for the most part as long as you're not Superman. Oh uh, yeah, Gremlin, your suit's coming up. Uh, I don't know what it looks like, but I hope you 
you figured that out. <laughs> Are you getting the cabo one? No, he's actually getting in one that that's basically designed purely for defensive combat. Essentially, it looks like a giant uh, armored knight, but with some guns attached. Because, of course, as you guys go down, as you guys are doing this, Percival is relaying information to you, Gremlin. And you see on your um, your HUD, I guess you have a HUD, I'm assuming. You see a layout of the building, and you see that the Null is currently occupying four different levels. You can hear Percival kind of scanning in. sound right, quite right. And it's playing back some security. Hey, I want you to take a look here at this. And it shows you, uh, time-stamped, the moment that you inflicted the virus onto the wisp, the uh, null itself seems to have uh, seemed to crackle at around the same frequency as um, as the wisp had. At that moment that you uh, that the wisp disappeared, you see that the null itself had actually stopped moving for a moment, but now it's moving ah, again. That is interesting. Rolling and assess the situation. Uh, question number one: What the fuck is going on? Question number two. <laughs> <laughs> What here can I use to find out what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you read my mind. Alright, I got a 7. How could we best end this quickly? What specific situation? The null? The or null attacking the, uh... people. So you can kind of figure out that the that the wisp re, uh, rebooted somewhere else, but that brief moment that the will that the wisp wasn't there, the null had lost its sentience or its motility. You can kind of figure out that maybe the null's not sentient, but motile. Mo- if that's a word, I don't know if that gives you enough information or if you need me to spell that out. First of all, I've got a question for you. Do you still have any sort of connection that you can communicate through with the wisp? It's kind of far, kind of crackly, but I can pick something up. It's in a um. I oh, mean, it's it's really difficult to read on here. Um, it's an area that it's 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 in a dead zone, I think. But the last place that I could have sensed it was somewhere near sewer system. Well, I know where we're going to be going after this. Shriek and Current are kind of uh, on one side, uh, one on one floor, and one of them uh, went out, rushed to the bottom, and they're going to try to contain the null between those two levels as best as they can. Ankily, you're going to be able to have communication with Current at any time, so you don't have to worry about uh, anything going wrong. Uh, if something does happen, they'll let you know immediately. Uh, quick question out of character. One thing, I want to I wanna make sure this is uh, recorded. Is the Hawaiian magical, and is he dead? The Hawaiian. <laughs> Is the Hawaiian magical? <laughs> yeah, and is he dead? First off, uh, I'm gonna answer the last question is no, definitely the Hawaiian is not dead. Um, second of all, I uh, I worked under the assumption that it's a metahuman ability, where it's like transdimensionality, where he's kind of like Cyclops, where he accesses the dimension, and he's, it's completely somehow genetic. Uh, he accesses a pineapple dimension of some sort, uh, and a ham dimension. Wait, Cyclops' uh... powers work by accessing a dimension of lasers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something like that. So, on the way out, can, uh, can we run into the Hawaiian? Oh, uh, like, yeah! Hey, Hawaiian, I like your work. You think, can, can you sum it up some hams for me? I don't know why you would want to. I mean, I can. Okay, great. I, I need just a couple dozen. I don't know what this is. Is this, is this no, a bit? No, I, I just need the ham, please. Okay, I don't know what this is, and he's kind of like a little mad at you. I don't know what this is. I don't need your patronage. <sighs> Listen, I need meat. That's all it is. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gremlin finally caught on, and he's just, I'm out of the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hawaiian, right? So can I I'm have right. the ham, please? The Hawaiian looks at you very distraught, and he goes, Oh yeah, sure! And accidentally starts throwing some pineapples at you, and then looks at them, and he goes, Oh yeah, right! Uh, and then he shoots the uh, the ham with his other hand, and he starts handing him out to you, and oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck! 
I mean, pineapples have flesh. I don't think that's what he wanted. I don't the pineapples will, ha- will help my digestive abilities. <laughs> because of the bromelain. I salute the uh, Hawaiian, give him a wink, and then I run off. Anyway, thank you, Hawaiian. The front door is open. You should really get out of here. Uh, the building has become dangerous. Uh, yeah, well, uh, get on that. He, uh, I, he Iceman skates away on some Gremlin has some things to give to the other two. Well, more specifically, he has two things for Ankly. Oh? First off, he hands you what looks like a stun gun. Oh, okay. The Sonic anti-null device. Oh, that's gonna be useful considering what we're facing off against. It's like he knew we were gonna fight Null. And then he hands you what looks almost like a badge that someone would put on their uh, suit. You said almost, so is it a badge that you put on your suit? Or is it something entirely different? Is it a pog? It can easily be attached... No, it it can be easily attached to your suit is basically what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Can you ask him in character if this is a bomb? Because <laughs> that's just like everyone who grumbling Oh, I said to, pog. <laughs> I asked if it was a no, 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 no. pog. Like, is... James asked if that was a pog. No, no. I, I think it's funnier if he goes, Gremlin, this is a pog with a paperclip attached to it. I put it on your suit and tap the center of it, and a hard light system kind of forms around you. Like a shield. Armor? Mm-hmm. Or... I was gonna say an ankle, but I was gonna say I thought you were, you I thought you gave him like the little rubber thing that Robin used to have on his suit. He used to be able to take off the R on his suit and use it like a better batarang, but it was like an R orang, I guess. They're called birdarangs, you Hard fool. light forms around around James. He is now in a giant hamster ball. I named that device before I heard your new name. That is the Ankle Construct Experimental System. Aces for short. I'm assuming you accidentally named it Aegis first and then yeah. heard his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't grab the thing I had finished up for you. Um, I kind of got dragged away from it. I mean, it's all good. I already have this nice, neat scarf. It's a better scarf. Oh, damn it. So, so was the hard light actually like a shield thing or an armor thing or what was it? It's kind of like a second skin that will allow you to handle null. Okay, so an armor thing. Yeah, and yes, it is hard light. So it would probably help with bullets, too. Okay, before he goes out in a battle looking like a giant crystalline uh, uh, plastic mold, because that just sounds weird, uh, would it be like uh, like Lex Luthor's uh, force field suit, where it's like, it only appears whenever you actually Basically. hit it? D- does it look, does it do the beehive armor thing? If he's in the dark, it will actually produce a bit of light, about 10 feet worth. Did you literally make him a fucking beacon Well, I mean, it is a hard light shield. I didn't intend for that joke, but, I mean, let's go with it. (laughs) Motherfucker, I'm gonna murder you for the littlest thing. (laughs) Get in line. You guys are uh, in that same lab. You guys, uh, or I don't know if you guys want to get in the lab immediately or if you guys want to get near I it. run in there casting spells. <laughs> I want to get near and assess the situation. Yeah, that seems like a good yes. idea. We'll take that route. Let's be smart people. Well, that now. Grand total of a five. I want to assist with assist the situation. I'm going to use straight up creeping uh, as we approach, basically. You say straight up creeping, but it's written down as straight yes, yes it is. up 
creeping. <laughs> With hard, hard pause periods. <laughs> Which makes things uh, worse. Paul, you can go. I got a six. I, I got an eight on my roll, because I think I have a one to mundane right now. And I marked my last potential. So as we're approaching and I see... Oh, shoot, I really wish I could ask two here. It's only really one way in, so I guess I'll ask what happened here recently. You can see the lab has been um, destroyed, essentially. Like, stuff has been flying around and stuff. Uh, earlier you saw, the last time you guys were here, you saw that the um, the computer had already been lit up when you guys went in. But right now, it is fizzled out and it is destroyed and dead. Uh, you can tell that uh, the Wisp probably showed up here, tried to get into the computer, and it essentially destroyed the computer in the process. Behind the wall itself, you can see a uh, another secret passage, and that door uh, has been... Uh, basically uh broken apart also and you see uh from behind there you see two uh forms of light peering through one of them is uh yellow and one of them is yellow and the other one is a prismatic color so like you know all the colors it's of the rainbow spectral of colors it is mm. isn't it that's, that's weird kind of sounds familiar but hey i don't know anything it's called the uh, i think it's just what? a coincidence john doesn't plan ahead right yeah no. Yeah, I think that's I don't what it think is. he does. A spooky coincidence. It's all just very impressive improv. What things are glowing again? Two beings that are glowing. One is yellow and one is prismatic. Uh, you guys do. I didn't actually mention this earlier that the um, that the uh, creature you were fighting earlier is prismatic. Yeah, because I was about to ask which one is the one we're supposed to be fighting. <laughs> do they look like they're talking or are they fighting? They look like they're talking. One of them is yelling, and the other one is just like is kind of like. Okay, I'm going to grow a larger ear so I can hear this. I'm basically turning my ear into a directional mic. I don't know what 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 they did to me, but I need you to do the thing that I was trying to do earlier. Look, I've been down here for a while, and like I can't just do that. There's laws that need to be set straight. And then the other one jabs at it with its hard light, and it goes. I don't care. These the the. the the, the... <sighs> Gaffion, I know that you've been at this for a long time. Longer time than I've been here. You can't just have what you want. I talked to somebody. He really wanted me to take care of everything. You know, and get rid of this stuff and just get it all out. But I, I don't know. Sometimes people tell us one thing and they mean something else. And I, I can't just listen to you like that. And then you see the other one just kind of fizzling about. I'm pretty sure I'm already dead. Thanks for the talk, I guess. It fizzles away. And the other uh, creature, you notice, uh, you yeah, I guess you can. You can hear it um, when it says goodbye. The last time you hear it go, well, then goodbye. So did just Gremlin hear that, or did all of us hear that? He will have relayed the conversation as it happened. As it happened. That makes it so much easier. He's <laughs> just like, a minute later. Okay. So essentially, the one that attacked just kind of <laughs> thinks that it's about to be dead. I want to just straight up approach, because why not? Gremlin will walk in with him, gotta make sure he doesn't die. I'm just gonna be like, hey, uh, did, did a rainbowy thing come by here? It looks at you guys. Oh, I remember you life forms. It looks at Gremlin. He goes, especially you. What's up with the, um... And it, like, waves its arms in front of its eyes. Or its face. It doesn't have eyes in front of its face. What's with the, uh... You're still in the suit, or are you Nah, just... he had to exit the suit to make the ear and such. So the suit is, like, just outside of the room. Oh, okay, yeah, no, it still does it. What's up? It's looking at your ear. Uh, what's up with the, uh... Oh, we heard your conversation. Oh, I was hoping you'd say you were stung by a bee. So, you know that guy, huh? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say. No, uh, Gaffion's been here for a while, and they adamantly think that destroying people every couple of generations is the thing to do, but I try to set them I'd straight. honestly like to tell him that I don't want to kill him, I just don't want him killing people. 
Well, hopefully they won't be much of a problem. And question as to if he's the one controlling the null that's upstairs in the uh, spectrum tower. Null has to be tied to some sort of electrical or sonic impulse. I'm assuming that it's just working off of its electrical impulses. So any form of communication it delivers or relays, it's tied to it. I'm guessing that one's central unit will be on whatever crashed into the tower. That's what I would think so, yeah. The central unit would be in the tower itself. The ship, I'm assuming it came down from a ship. Its terminal has to be somewhere You're not actually going to try to kill us all, are you? Me? Well, of course I wouldn't do that. Uh, I mean, I remember your programming tried to kill me when I admit. Well, no, it's because when I, the last time you were talking to me, uh, you were uh, yeah, you were infiltrating my uh, my home. I was acting out of self-defense. You guys heard that, right? Oh, he got you. Wait, what do you mean? He got what are you talking about? <laughs> was, that, was that David or Allison? <laughs> John, the first time you did that, I was actually going to ask if you accidentally slipped into the other voice. <laughs> no, it wasn't an accident. Is any of his color changing? Uh, yeah, whenever it says that, whenever it speaks I'm, the other way. I'm sorry, but your friend's taking you over. I, uh, what, 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 what's that? I don't think the friend is a friend, and I don't think it's starting to take over. I think it has already taken over. Uh, I'm drawing the anti-null device, and I'm going to fire the thing as soon as he, like, swaps to the, the rainbow colors again. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And then you blast it. That would be directly engaging uh, a threat. 7 plus 1, so an 8. That's surprise the opposition, because that's what I did, didn't it? Uh, yeah, so you uh, blast it backwards, and it hits a wall. And it's made of hard light, so it doesn't face or anything. It just straight up hits the wall behind it. Oh! Ow! Okay, but why? Sorry, you, fla- you flashed rainbows. I- I've learned that rainbows aren't friendly anymore. Yeah, so it hit the wall, and I'm going to mark a condition for it. I marked a condition for it earlier, when uh, whenever... Gremlin um, talks to it. Uh, yeah, whenever that happened, the new Wisp, the one you guys met uh, two episodes ago, or at least Gremlin met, the yellow one, looks up at you and it flashes prismatically and it just goes... I just knew I should have programmed an override kill code into that. It's Gremlin muttering to himself. Okay, jeez. Ow, ow, okay. Um, not supposed to be able to feel pain, but what was Gremlin that? gave it to me. Also, you handed a gun to a miner. <laughs> I'm remembering something about this particular thing. Gremlin kind of pulls you guys outside of the confines of the room. Uh, regardless, uh, on engage a threat, you still take a blow. Yeah, on a hit, trade blows, right? As as uh, you throw it back against the wall, it very quickly points its hand towards you and Kelly. Its arm transforms into a sword and goes right at you. It slides past your armor and penetrates you, uh, right past your shoulder. Take a powerful blow. Maybe I should roll. These dice have been running hot. Let's roll the other dice. I rolled a five. Oh goddamn! Yeah. I knew I was right to change my dice. Oh wait, no, five is good, right? I forget take a powerful blow is the opposite. Yeah, I do get to mark potential too. So it's just like maybe I twist out of the way so it doesn't actually like do much. Yeah, so it just it kind of nicks you. It doesn't really hurt. straight up stab you. There, as their uh, people tend to like to stabity stab things. Gremlin, you said you were moving to out from the room. Right. As you do that, uh, the wisp tries to follow towards you, and as the moment that you pass the barrier. It extends its hand outwards, tries to slash at you, and you notice that uh, the uh, prismatic hand leaves the room, but the yellow one doesn't, and it instantly just screams at itself. What the heck is this? Uh, the yellow one doesn't. You say turned anything. yourself into a virus. What's Didn't that? You? 
I can't, I, I don't have to tell you anything. Last time I was nice with you guys, you guys betrayed my trust and you guys tried to kill me. Guys, what is this? You're being taken over by the other. He turned himself into a virus. Um, okay. Oh, wait, I know how to fix this. I need to just cast Fatal Killer and I always kill the second half. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was, <laughs> whenever Gremlin was like, oh man, I'm going to use my virus thing to do the thing, I was like, this is just Phantasmal Killer all over again. I'm just trying to bullshit my way out of making it not if bad. If only the computer was working and we could download malware bytes. Hey, hey Gremlin, can you tell it to open all processes? Maybe we can slow it down and crash it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, it's CPU is too powerful for that. We need to go up and find the main CPU of the first of the uh, prismatic entity. Oh, maybe we can make it try and stream The Witcher at 4K. That should crash it, right? Not this one. <laughs> I run a 10,000. Well, I'm just kidding. Well, this is a 10,000 ping. I'm like, I don't know what that mu how much ping that is or even what ping, ping is. Ping is the measure of the time it takes uh, for the computer to communicate to another computer, and a high ping is very bad. Oh, oh no, then no. You should be the opposite. You should be like at <laughs> one ping. Point zero 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 one ping. <laughs> oh no! That's usually measured in milliseconds. I think that I think it might be communicating get faster than light. <laughs> we need uh, to go up, find where that things where the prismatic one's main core is. Did you say that out loud? Yes. Damn it! I'm sorry. I don't have telepathy. The uh, uh, Gefion, because he already said its name, pierces itself through the barrier that was created to contain the other one, and it looks back and is like, You're really not any use, you know that. I really expected more from your little husk. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't think that you were going to try to possess me. And it's a, it looks back right, and But it's a separate entity now, right? They are two separate entities. I want to entities. hear what it's about to say, but I want to do a thing again. <laughs> oh my god. It has with Keller on it. Oh <laughs> just shoot it again. <laughs> Hey, Gathion. I'm sorry, what? has the tower. Uh, no, it look, it's looking at the other ones, and then it uh, tries to stab it again, but at this time, when it tries to get through, it hits the other one and doesn't pierce uh, Yeah, it. sure, let's shoot it. Uh, that is a 6 plus 1 for 7, uh, and this time I'm going to choose uh, Resist or Avoid Their Blows to, you know, not have to roll Take a Powerful Blow. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you blast it and have it land in the water. As it tries to get back up and swing towards you, its uh, programming prevents it from doing uh, from actually I hitting you. I want to repeat. I want to shackle it down again. Yeah, Gremlin's already getting in the suit. <laughs> Freak, that's a two, that's a seven only. So it's not a temporary hold. No, if I take a condition, will that make it last? Uh, if you, are you unleashing your power? Yep. Yeah, it would be a permanent hold if you uh, take a condition. condition. I am angry. All right, guys. Uh, we're wasting time. It stopped. Let's go. Uh, let's go stop this at its source. Awesome. These chains shall last a good while. to Spectrum. Starwipe, very quickly, we're there again. You're on the top of the fucking tower. Alright, I am looking for the crashed ship. It's, it's on the, the top of the fucking tower. Yeah, we're there. Okay. Wait, <laughs> it's is still it, there. I, I told Grim, wait, is just destroying this, should that work? 
I'm going to be doing something a little bit more permanent. It's something I don't know if I can do or not. Just be ready, just in case. Yeah, actually, wasn't the other AI's computer destroyed? And it seems to be working fine. Well, I don't think it, they destroy the whole, the main part of the AI, like, whatever it helps it run. Would it be assess the situation to find the uh, main computer of Geth? You have seen alien technology. You've probably seen stuff like this. I'm assuming you know where it would be. You guys be ready to go down and collect the knowledge downstairs. Oh, great. Allison, in my safe room, there's something for you. Okay. I don't like the way you said that, but okay. Now, this is out of character. This part is where it's going to be a bit fun for me. Hasn't it already been? You've been, you like to chew the scenery, you know that. <laughs> Literally. Well, it's time for me to use that moment of truth. <laughs> Oh, You're the one that's going to decide the results of that moment of truth. It's so easy to forget that you're not your body, and you're not the voice in your head. You're both. Be the monster and save them anyway. Smash down walls and speak softly. Because when you embrace it, you can do anything. Of course, putting on a display like this, which literally pretty much the entire city can see this going on, it's sure to rile up those who only see the monster when they look at it. So pretty much the entirety of Spectrum is probably going to see some aspect of this. I'm going into this programming system, and I am eating the program. Because that is what Gremlin fights against, is his appetite. The two there see Gremlin literally dive into a part of this, I'm guessing, space station of some sort. And mm -hmm. the entire thing just seems to shut down for a little while. Meanwhile, in cyberspace, this is what Percival would be able to see if he's still in the cyberspace area. He's literally watching Gremlin rip this thing apart and just start eating chunks of it. Which is, it sounds kind of weird that you would eat uh, AI inside of um, a computer. Well, he's describing. also eating the computer itself. Fair point, fair point. Oh god, that's not to me like patches of cyberspace disappear as Just you kind of that. look over to Percival. Get out of this section. Um, alright, partner. I guess I'll, I'll be exposing my way Keep out. Keep everyone safe, buddy. So, the consequences for eating a program bent on destroying all metahumans and the space station it came in on. As you infiltrated the uh, the AI and you eat part of it away, you can see from outside everyone can see the um, the actual machine itself being enveloped around what is essentially you, and the two things become uh, become one entity. The cyberspace thing that you were talking about that you said only you know you and Percival could see and the audience could see. As you're getting in there and you're doing your thing, that's being broadcasted to a few different. Uh, places just right around you. It, this isn't like going to the internet or anything. This is going around the immediate area and just uh, kind of broadcasting stuff. You're overloading the uh, alien technologies, uh, capabilities, communication stuff, and all that good stuff. As you do that, the uh, null beneath you, a uh, few floors down, it stops moving entirely and it just drips away. Side panel, side whatever. Um, we uh, pan back to Moo and Nelly. Nelly is fine. She wasn't ever. Uh, tethered specifically to this uh, to the space station, so she uh, she ends up surviving this. Panel back to you. Uh, Gremlin has permanently been fused to this giant machine. You were in a catatonic oh, state. Oh, I don't know how I'd go about addressing the fact that I'm in a catatonic state. I, you can't hear him, but he's I there. I start pushing Bunsen to see, hey, Grem, did you do it? There's Are no button to push. <laughs> There's no buttons to push, you're poking pieces of ground. Just trying to see, like, hey, uh, did you do it? Is it safe? How do we know if he succeeded or not? 
James, you hear in your headpiece from current. It stopped yeah, moving. Yeah, so so did Gremlin. Is Wait, what? Trying to fight it or something? Um, not sure. Uh, he might have distracted it, or uh, maybe. I hope they might be still going get it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how his powers work. The null. They said it, it's not moving anymore. Yeah, the the null is no longer a threat. I guess you can go collect it and see if Grim comes back. Um, I, then I just tap the ship with good luck, buddy. So you tap the mass of flesh that used to be a ship. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not responding to you, it's just like a... It feels really cold, too. Well, again, I, I don't know how his power works, and I've never seen him try to eat a machine before. <laughs> so, I, for all I know, is that he's still trying to fight whatever's in there. And so I I just drag James, saying, come on, let's at least try to go collect this. And, well, I don't really want to give it to Nelly. Uh, yeah, the, the thing is... We don't have the power set to help Gremlin here. Yeah, I mean, I have no clue to infer that he is in a catatonic state. And so, at least for Allison's sakes, all she thinks is that, that, that he's somehow still trying to fight it. As uh, you guys are up there, and you guys are trying to figure out what's going is on... Is Allison going to, like, send a message to Moo of the fact that uh, Gremlin is completely non-functional at the moment? I mean, it, it, once it gets to a certain point... Because, uh, I mean, the, our plan is to collect whatever Noel is left. And then to bring it back up to where you're at, and just set it out. Wait for you to respond, and uh, hopefully break free. If uh, once, once it reaches a certain point, when me and James are like, Okay, there's something completely wrong happening here, then I'll guess uh, we'll text Mo and uh, ask him to come over. By the way, John, I like that. Catatonic indigestion. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to digest something that doesn't physically exist. And I also text, I don't know if your powers will let you, but can you bring Nelly? With a question, question mark. Like, get some research papers and wave them under... Does Gremlin have a nose right now? (laughs) Smelling salts will not work. I'm getting the message. Moo will try to teleport along with Nelly. I'm guessing that's not going to work. Here's a scene with Moo trying to teleport. No, you can go. Uh, that'll it. be an unleash my powers, I'm assuming. Seven. Uh, do you want to mark a condition, or do you want me to just tell you how it doesn't work, or how it's unstable or temporary? Um, I'll mark a condition. Which one is kind of going to depend on Nelly's reaction? Because this is her first time teleporting. Uh, this is her first time that, uh, somebody's power worked on hey, her, too. Uh, Nelly, right? Uh, signs. I was gonna yes. say, why does he have to sign? Ne- ne- nods head, yes. No, David, <laughs> shut up. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I remember from last time. Okay, listen, I'm gonna teleport you to where Gremlin is right now. Is that alright with you? Nelly looks at you, and then, I don't think that Moo can understand signs, but then signs teleport? No, he cannot. Uh, she still doesn't understand that you don't understand her. So she goes, sure? So basically she eventually nods, places a hand on her shoulder, boom! Pop up on the other side, and as you do that, she spazzes out in anger uh, and frustration and just, like, panic. You know, you know the whole, she spikes up, like, into, like, a weird uh, amorphous form and then, like, recomposes herself and then looks at him and just looks furious. He's going to be afraid, because he didn't know she was amorphous. Oh. (laughs) Fair point. You guys say she just because Nelly sounds like uh, sounds feminine. Yeah. I just kind of imagine Nelly as being like non. We're gonna refer it as a she because I think we've had this conversation like every single time we record this episode. Uh, you see, I, I've always imagined Nelly as giant metal flubber. That is a very good way of interpreting. Well, also, it. she's only been studying people doing sign language from the waist up anyway. 
just flubber with photorealistic hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just kind of backing away. He's got his hands up. I, I told you what I was going to do. And Millie, like, spikes at you, but doesn't actually hit you. He, like, jumps away. Uh, and then it looks at James and uh, Allison, gives a, uh, I was gonna say a sign, but I realized I can just wave hello. Hi, Nelly. What? I wanted Nelly here so he can slowly feed the rest of the Nold into her. I don't want to mess with it, so I, I don't want to play James, but I'm like, hey, James, you want to join Nelly in helping her eat the rest of the Nold? Sure, I guess I can, like, find a long piece of whatever to slowly section it off. Unless, like, is Nold a solid metal, or is it, like, liquid at room temperature? Um, it's, okay, think Ublak, where it depends on the force you apply to it. So, um, because it's sentient, it applies the force to itself, essentially. So Nelly is solid, just because Nelly is sentient and can apply the pressure to themselves. But the null that's on the ground is dead, so it's liquid. Oh yeah, it's also not sentient right now, so it wouldn't matter. Well, it still matter, but- Oh! Sorry, I'm- (laughs) My bad, you meant the- (sighs) Let's just end the show. That was bad, I'm sorry. That was also accidental, so I, I just... With a little bit of communication between you guys and some of the uh, some of the heroes that survived from Spectrum, and communication with Nelly, uh, coincidentally enough, somebody knows sign language and they can communicate to Nelly. Kind of spooked out that, that there's sentient Null, uh, but kind of, like, understands that, yeah, this this is a thing that, you know... Kearns and Shrieker probably on standby in case she starts trying to kill anyone. And uh, Nelly kind of extends one of their arms down to the floor below, and then the other one onto the ship. Has been t- has been informed that we need to get this onto the ship and need to get it out. Some people don't know that Gremlin is still inside the ship and is uh, just uh, is alive but catatonic. So Nelly is uh, is uh, picking up the null that's from below and putting it onto the ship. Nelly is not going into the ship because Nelly doesn't want to go. Nelly has been informed that this is going away, and you guys can kind of tell that the null that is on the ground and the null that Nelly's made of appears differently. Nelly's body composition is brighter, like a brighter, like egg, sh- like egg white shell kind of like, you know, color. Whereas the null that has been left below is like a muddy, like gray color. It lost its coloration whenever it was uh, killed. And so Nelly kind of visibly gives off a, like a disgusted look as it channels it through its own body. And Just kind of, this is gross. <laughs> so Nelly can't actually absorb it. No, but they can, they are, they essentially are absorbing it, but they can't keep it in their body. They can only funnel it because it's not alive. It's dead. It's like, um, if, I was supposed to say, it's like if you ate something dead, but I realized that's what humans to do every fair, day. To be fair, most people don't move dead bodies by pulling it through themselves. Fair point. Um, it does this and it gets it all on the ship. And as you guys do this, you guys have all these, uh, different characters, all these heroes around you. Um, the Hawaiian, Shoehorn, Mastodon, they somehow still survived. You guys still have, uh, Shriek and, uh, Current. You, you guys also got a dude named Breaker, uh, Valley Girl, uh, Needles. Just a bunch of different characters still sticking around. You, uh, you actually, uh, as Current gets very close to the ship, a little spark of electricity, uh, kind of like connects herself to the ship. The flesh, the pile of flesh that is Grem twitches. Um, because electricity. She puts her hand on the ship. Uh, you guys did see that, right? You guys saw uh, that, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, did I? <laughs> sure. Am I even paying attention here? Am I, or am I on the <laughs> ground floor, like, giving uh, statements to the police? <laughs> yeah, this is Grem. Just kind of trying to pull chunks of him out of the ship. <laughs> She puts her hand on onto Gremlin's flesh and kind of stops for a moment. Electricity seems to fizzle out of her body and onto Gremlin's skin, and she goes, "Doctor Thorne, Doctor Thorne, I don't, I don't think, ah, uh, man, it's, I feel like this is maybe like a 
like one of those things where you uh, put an electrical impulse on a cockroach leg, which is enough juice in it to get it up, uh, get it to move, but it's not alive. Unless I can get any response. As soon as she says get it to move, it starts shifting out of the ship. Uh, so the body comes basically. off the ship? Oh, you're basically feeding Following off Following a basic command while asleep. Okay, I don't think she knows that, though. Dr. Thorne, are you in she, there? Dr. Thorne goes back in the sh- Oh, well, there's no one here. Bye, folks! <laughs> but, um, would she basically be connecting to his dreams? It's an electrical impulse, so she's connecting to your brain. So, yeah, let's say she's connecting to your brain. Through the connection. Who the hell are you? Oh, wait, you're that, you're that one that didn't, you're the, the one with the electricity. Current, the, 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 yes, that's the one. Dr. Thorne, are you still alive in here? I'm, I'm assuming you, it's a yes because I'm talking to you, God damn it. And we need to get you out of here. I don't know if you can wake up or if I can pull you out or I'm what's asleep. up. I didn't say you were. I guess you're asleep. I don't even know how you're talking to me. I can't see you. Uh, she has her eyes closed as she's doing all this, and she hasn't really noticed this. But, uh, hey, Gremlin, you're starting to wake up a little bit. Kind of. It's a little complicated. Uh, you look around yourself, open your eyes, and you're looking up at her. You're in her- you're in oh, her- Oh, you got- either you got really big or I got really small. Oh my goodness. He looks like a marble. Uh, you've been turned into a little hard light marble. <laughs> Is that my body? Yeah, I guess? I don't know what you did to yourself, but apparently- you're whatever this is. I ate a thing. Uh, you've been oracled. <laughs> I, I really like want Gremlin to like drop a one liner after he like wakes up. Like I'm feeling a bit peckish. <laughs> no, no. For once, he's not hungry. What uh, do we need to do? An '80s movie ending reel? Where we do like the yeah, the Hawaiian went on to form a successful uh, pizza chain. The Mastodon <laughs> still hasn't gotten in contact with their former team. Crowbar, Merry Christmas, and Bayport eventually graduated from um, the Amnesty Program, or whatever it's called. The uh, Blank Slate Program. Uh, Spectrum Tower uh, stands just where it's at. The uh, building itself, the only uh, damage that has been done is internally and at the top. Uh, they're trying to patch this up. It's closed off for now. Uh, they don't really want anybody in there. It's uh, after uh, looking through all the people that were in the building and uh, you know trying to get everything down to numbers. Hundreds of people did die. There was staff in there that were non-humans that were actually killed just because of like the wreckage. At most, maybe maybe 30 heroes uh, survived from that. You guys didn't actually save a lot of them. A few, quite a few of them were killed in the process, but uh, this was almost immediately uh, as soon as the stuff went in there. So you guys did help save a few of them. Thanks to you three, you were capable of taking down uh, the threat uh, that we learned was named Gefion. His superior, he did claim that his superiors were uh, not, uh, uh, will not be notified by the efforts uh, that he has made uh, in the entire uh, his entire existence is essentially meaningless at this point. The National Spectrum Council, because Spectrum is not just a Dallas thing, it is in uh, other uh, cities in the United States, has uh, declared uh, Null completely illegal at this point. Uh, can't be used by heroes either, yeah, since some heroes did have access to it. Um, They're going to be doing an investigation on that. There have been debates that have popped over the news uh, of whether or not uh, metahumans uh, should continue to reveal their identities because of the fact that this thing was targeting metahumans. People have in, have kind of put two and two together that it infiltrated a Spectrum database, so it had the names of basically every Spectrum, um, I guess I'm going to say employee at this point. So it, if this 
thing went uh, went on completely. It was just going to go to the next uh, city that had metahumans, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So you guys stopped it at its source. Uh, Ivan Alexander, uh, for all intents and purposes, is what we're calling our parody of Alex Jones slash J. Jonah Jameson. It's one of the advocates who wants to continue registration. Uh, Susan Silver, she is uh, the former president of Spectrum Dallas and one of the original members of the 1930s team. Uh, and she's currently on the National Council and hasn't seen as many heroes die in an attack directly towards one of their own in years. And she claims that she wants to petition to destroy the identities of the current heroes to protect them, but still has to convince everyone else on said council. Uh, another gentleman, uh, his name is Charles Ostrander. Uh, he owns a, uh, a company called Oregon Bay Electronics. He claims that he has found a way to uh, keep names safe in a double-blind database so that if somebody puts their name in they can still work for somebody else but that other person won't directly know who they are so yeah it's been a few weeks people are still people in Dallas are still trying to figure out what's Everyone going on still hasn't figured out how to move around okay I was gonna ask you guys what is going on here uh, gremlin where are you um, right that now? depends on where Moo, Allison and James decide to put me so I guess forming our own hero company probably is off the table right now I think it's still on the table he'll just be the guy that's in charge and doesn't do anything yeah, I could probably still do that and run it that's right but for our database I suggest we go paper ah uh, that sounds about right I'll have to figure out how to write again but no I uh, Allison sticks around she sticks around at least in Grimm's lab and helps and helps Grimm out with whatever he needs help with. Yeah, I t- I mean, I'll ask him, hey, is there any way I can build a body you can control? I don't know. Try putting me on a robot. Awesome. How do I do that? You just say you do it. This is how this game works. No, but I mean, Allison doesn't know how to do it, so he asks Grim, okay, you want me to put you on a robot? Great. How do I do that? Well, first you find a robot. Got you. Found it. Now stick me in somewhere that'll fit. Awesome. I put you in its eye socket. You get one of Percival's old bodies. <laughs> the non-cowboy ones. I get the cowboy one. I'm guessing I can move. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Um. <laughs> I try to basically install myself. Uh, good luck with that. You're you're a little marble. Uh, no, you yeah you you're given a little desk that you can uh, you can kind of um attach yourself to. Um, your res- your movement and your actions are restricted to the robot's body. I'm going to be requisitioning my flesh so that I can study it. Okay, you are gonna be doing that for the next few weeks. I'm assuming. That and advising the trio on anything that they ask, because I still have all of that information. Yeah. So, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, Gremlin is going to be your Charlie to your Charlie's Angels, your F to your James Bond, your um Q. Oh, is it Q? Oh, it's yeah. Q. I was thinking of. I think is F from is it? That's from a parody, I'm sure. Oh, uh, by the way, at this time, Allison also reveals her identity to James. Oh no! I never would have guessed. <laughs> Well, he doesn't know Allison, so I reveal Allison. Like, hey, by the way, we've grown pretty close. And while, you know, I, deep down, I don't want people to know who I really am. I think we've grown close enough. And so she, like, takes off, you know, her, her uniform. We go, like, hi, my name is Allison. I guess I, I can take off the, the helmet or whatever and say, I'm James. You, But you knew that already. Uh, yes, that wasn't a big secret. But... It's been a few weeks. Is your hair black or is your hair, like, a mix between... Blonde and black. No, I would have. I said it. I said I had. A, didn't, it was not permanent. Like I said, that could usually wash off. It's it's back to black. I t- uh, I do tell them that. Hey, I don't know how long I'll. I'm gonna be staying here. Um, there's someone in town that I've been. I wouldn't say avoiding, but don't want to be around for a certain reason. I would love to stay and help y'all out, build a team here. But after that, I think I'm gonna be leaving. Leaving here and don't ask where, cause where are you going? <laughs> 
<laughs> Just somewhere far. I wanted to make more uh, Q to the James Bond references. He will not. He will, however, not be your Q. Uh, the Q to your uh, Picard. But he can be our Jerry to our totally spies. See, that's what Charlie to the Charlie Angels is. Yeah, I think this has gone too far. <laughs> it's time to end this. Oh my god, this is we're, we're gone far down the rabbit hole. Oh shit, the Morpheus to your Neo's crew, whatever. Our the- Professor X to the X Men. <laughs> Our Batman to our Young Justice. (laughs) It'd be the Morpheus to your crew of the Nebuchadnezzar. Our our Oracle to our Batman. (laughs) Wait, is our Batman to our our Young Justice and our Oracle to our Batman? Man, you're one complex character, Grublin. In a session, what are you guys adding to stuff? Grow closer to the team. Yeah. However, um, whoever I give influence to, there is one of my um things that you no longer can change. Alright, you had to lock something in, right? Yep, I locked my danger score. Or should I do that to the freak score? Because that was pretty freak. Uh, I'm going to give influence back to Gremlin, as I marked potential. Oh, by the way, his little, um... Thing just before he decided to go and eat the uh, program was part of, was because he was insecure and didn't know if he could do it. I get to take another advancement. I need to take one. So, and I guess I'm giving it to Grim too. All right. Uh, what are your labels at? For me, Danger Zero, Freak Two, Savior Three, Superior One, and Madane minus two. All right. Freak down by one. Superior. No, up I want by that up. I use Freak the most. Oh. In that case, reverse that. Awesome. Got my three and zero. Zero on superior. Is this superior, right? Yeah. Um, Mu, however, is going to grow into his own image of himself. Yeah, he really took a hit to his ego at not being able to damage that thing. So his superior is going down by one, but his savior is going up by one. Because he did help save a lot of people. And Gremlin is going to give influence over to Jason, actually. Did you say Jason again? Actually, wait. You're giving it to the Red Power Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> to Allison. Oh, I heard you say Jason, my bad. I changed my I mind. heard Jason as well. <laughs> I changed well, my there, mind. There isn't a Jason on the team, so... Uh, he's giving the influence over to Tyranno, uh, the Red Power Ranger. Because <laughs> Rex was already taken by a dog-themed hero. <laughs> So you can move Danger, Superior, Savior, and Mundane. However, um, Savior and Mundane are both at negative two, so they can't go down. You cannot move Freak because Freak got locked by Moment of Truth. And which two do you have at negative? Uh, Savior and Mundane. Can I move your Can I move your Superior down and your Savior up? Yeah. And then that's what I'll do. Because Allison really made him feel welcome by making sure that he got some food. That was actually really awesome. Yeah, you looked and you looked like a big sausage boy. Well, now he definitely looks like a big sausage. Boy. Well, his body does anyway. I was about to say, right now you look like a robot with uh, with one eye that's glowing. You can pick your color. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our hastily rigged up series thing that we did, which hopefully we can keep doing from now on. 
for uh, every once in a while. And I really want to thank uh, Donovan and uh, Paul for being a part of this, because good friends are hard to come by these days. <laughs> wow. Well, so are bad friends when you think about it. Friends in general are hard to come by. Friends are hard to make. I had quite a bit of fun with this. Well, thank you. I hope the next time we do this, we actually learn how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of glad that uh, I don't have the massively overpowered character of Grem anymore. Thank goodness I got rid of him, right? <laughs> you got rid of him. I'm the one that ate something that can't be eaten.